Yo, what up? It's your girl, Kilowatt. Good morning. I'm still beautiful. I'm still flawed. And I'm still fighting. (laughs) Fighting for what the fuck I know, dude. I'm just trying to keep my shit together. And as I've fallen down, like, so many times in my life, I didn't want to make this podcast because I just really felt so much shame about um, drinking wine last week. Like three days ago. Today's day three for me. Again, another Tuesday, day three. I guess Wednesday would have been day three for me last week. In any case, um, I'm on my day three again. And I'm really proud. I'm really proud that I went right back to it. Like I didn't, cause like old me would have been like, well, fuck it. Like I'll just do this for a little while. But I like really want this. And I don't want this for anyone else but myself, even though I know it would benefit a lot of people. Um, I'm going to do my best to keep Sam out of the fucking podcast for a while. Because things with him are always changing and I never know. I really don't know what the fuck to expect from that guy. All I know is that I fucking love him. That's it. I just very much love him. I'm very much in love with him. And I can't hide that and I can't change that and I won't lie about it. So I'm just going to put that there and you guys can do with that whatever the fuck you want with it. But it's there. I'm also going to make more of a concerted effort to establish time for my children and time for my personal life. Even though my children are my personal life, so that makes it complicated. But I just don't want to get them wrapped up into anything with Sam right now because he's got his own stuff that he, I don't know what he's doing or how he's working through things and I'm proud of him for coming as far as he has and I have faith and I believe that he'll be okay I don't know how I don't know when or what will drive him to be okay but just pray for him That's all. Um, I'm going to make more of a concerted effort to establish boundaries between me and my kids and our time with Sam just because I need to be more consistent with them specifically. And I can't do that because I never know what to expect with Sam, so it makes it hard. Um, So less time with Sam, unfortunately, but probably good for my own personal sobriety that I keep going with that um fuck if I'm getting stuck behind the garbage truck fuck that nah fuck that (laughs) he's coming in hot I gotta go I gotta go I just dropped Braylon off for fucking s'mores she's gonna do s'mores with the watts um I did slip and fall down again, but I I was looking at a different type of way of quitting because there's this um, method where you like take certain medication and you're able to, uh, it's like an opioid blocker. So the chemicals that you receive from drinking, which is what makes it so addictive, um, are suppressed before you take the, the alcohol. And so you'll find over the course of like a couple months that like you're desire to continuously drink after having one is completely diminished 
it's almost like a rewiring of your brain, like teaching it not to, um, find that type of euphoria or, or joy from drinking. Um, and so I thought that could be cool, but like I said last night to someone who I love, I said, it's like when I quit drinking alcohol, every time I go back, it gets worse. And so I don't want to go back and have it get worse or I'm not willing to take that gamble. Um, and so even though that's very enticing to be able to be that person that can go out and have a glass of wine and like not be a problem or not eventually like slowly ease into bringing that shit to my home, I know that I'm not willing to risk losing myself again to that. Like I know that I've calculated the risks and I'm not willing to go down that path of travel. Like I'm picking my lane, pick a lane, motherfucker. (laughs) This is my motherfucking lane and I'm sticking in it. And so it's, it's going to be, nobody believes in me. Nobody, not a single motherfucker. Nobody. Um, (laughs) Brilliant even said, she said, I ever heard dad at K2 talking about your sobriety and they were laughing saying that you weren't going to make it or like they weren't laughing, but they were just like, yeah, she's not going to stay sober. And I was like, honestly, I don't blame them. I really don't because it'd be really fucking easy to judge my falling down um, and then hold your sobriety up like your year sobriety. Good job. I hope you continue on that. I really do. I would never hope for the demise of another person, but I guess that's just the difference between you and I. So, uh, moving along. Nobody believes in me. Half of me doesn't believe in me, but I know that I can do this because I'm putting my faith in God right now. And honestly, out of everybody in the entire fucking world in my entire life, that is the one thing in this life that has never let me down is my faith in God. And I've, re- I've re- restored that this last year. And it's very different. Like I pray for signs. Yeah, you can fucking do that. You can pray for signs from the universe. You're not testing the validity. You're asking for guidance. That's not a bad thing. You're allowed to fucking do that with your creator. And I'm a firm believer in that. I do it and I find them all the time especially when I'm at low points. You know, I just need a sign I'm not alone. Triple fucking rainbow. Boom. Right there. At my best friend's grave, who I only associate with rainbows. Tell me that's not a fucking sign. How often have you seen a triple rainbow? I don't know if it was the fucking tears in my eyes. The fact that I was kneeling on a hillside looking up away from the sun. But I saw a triple fucking rainbow the day that I begged God to show me that I wasn't alone. And that she was still with me. Fuck, I don't know if I'm able to keep seeing about this podcast. So Sam's Sam's fucking sign, which he doesn't know, is the red-tailed hawk. And in native uh, tradition and culture and, and totems, that's the sign that you're supposed to clear your mind. You're supposed to go onto the red road. It's a it's a shaman's journey. And he's got a very prominent placement pointing to the wounded healer. And before he went on another path of travel, he 
he was about to take that. And I was really hoping that that would be something that would work for him. And I still believe that there's the possibility. It might be a different type of journey. Who knows? But one thing's for certain is that we can never imagine the future and the beauty that God has constructed for us. And all we have to do is keep faith and know that it's coming that we're already on our way, that it's already coming to us and that everything that we need to play out the way that it does is happening as we speak. It's all synchronized and it's all faded and it's all destined. And it's something that happened that we agreed to before we even walked into this motherfucking life. For real. (laughs) I know that beyond the shadow of a doubt. And I am sorry if you don't believe with like that particular, you don't resonate with that particular notion, but I highly encourage you to reconsider and just look at your life in general and ask yourself what things happened that put me on a completely different path. Something happened inside of me one day that killed the love that I had for my husband. It absolutely shattered my sense of self and I was able to reconstruct somebody stronger and braver and more interesting and less boring. Oh my God, I was so fucking boring. Because I was still subscribed to that weird ass white picket fence thing. You know, like I really wanted that fucking life because I would been, my concept of family was so broken as a child. Like I didn't have family growing up. I really didn't. I remember asking my childhood Amy, her, her fucking parents for $12 to get rent turned in on time. My mom couldn't construct $12. She was just like so at a loss and such despair that she couldn't go panhandle or do shit. Like she, she couldn't put her fucking pride or ego down. And so I had to figure a way out. It was like, no, it was $22. But that's the level of family that we were working with. Okay. I was like 12 years old asking my childhood best friends, parents for $22. Cause we didn't have anybody else. That's the type of support network that I had growing up that I still have in place as we speak right now, because to be honest, my fucking siblings are far, uh, far as fuck away. I love them so much, but I can't fall back on any of them right now. And I certainly, I know I can, if I had to call, maybe I could, but I just, I don't want to risk being judged any further than I already have. Like, I don't want to tell people about my relationship with Sam because it's a really special relationship to me and I love him so much that I don't want them to pass judgment on someone that I love. I really don't. And I don't know how to explain the complexity of it. Nobody fucking gets it and that's fine. So I'm just going to keep that shit to myself. But I think that I found a really good support network in AA and I really, I think I'm going to continue the nightly meetings when I can, when I'm not with Braylon Like, I'm supposed to hang out with Sam on Wednesday, but I'm going to go to a meeting first. Because it's important to me. And I have to do it for myself because I need that support network to get through this shit. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to continue to do what I need to do for my own personal journey and my own personal life path and decisions. um, Regardless of my connection with him because... I know that he's on his own right now and I can't stop it. I would never try to stop somebody from making their own decisions, which is why I've been so up in the air with him because I don't know 
It seems to change every fucking day and I'm just very confused. So, <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Uh, but yeah, this is a red-tailed hawk. Why are you telling me to stop? That was way too fucking late, dude. You gotta be fuck. You're gonna operate through a fucking zone and tell me to stop like that? Go fuck yourself, asshole. Then turn around and look at me like I did some shit wrong. Whatever. Some of these fucking floggers need to put their goddamn phone down and look at stopping distance. Because I was going 20 miles an hour and that motherfucker looks at me like I was going 80. What the fuck? I'm over it. I'm not over it. I'm a little miffed. Can you tell? (laughs) Fuck that guy. Anyway. You know what I fucking love about this entire thing is this entire fucking podcast. (laughs) I'm consistently going like, be a blessing to those who need it. Don't pass judgment on others. (laughs) And in the fucking background, I'm like flipping people off, trying to fight people, like talking mad shit. Like, I'm sorry. My hypocrisy knows no bounds. I'm an asshole through and through. You're welcome for my honesty. I'm sorry. It's so easily transparent. Like you can just see that I'm super big dick. I'm just, I got that big dick energy. And sometimes we roll around like a bunch of assholes. Um, yeah, I said it. I said what I said, bitch. <laughs> That's just never going to fucking get old for me. I'm sorry. I'll be petty till the day I fucking die. Um, moving on life goal. I want a French bulldog. I would like to, and I'd like to name them soul and Luna. But I'm only going to be able to accomplish that when I either A, buy property and build my own home, which I'm considering. And B, buying like a smaller home in the city. So I'm debating on what my goal will be because I'm going to set like a financial budget plan and try and get my shit straight. Because I'll be saving money, not drinking, and I'm going to start trying to be sensical. I just have to do it. I have to fucking do it. Nobody else is going to do it for me. Sure shit, I'm not falling back on a dude. That's never going to happen again. I have learned that motherfucking lesson. Uh, That being said, however, Brent has been very supportive about me going to meetings and helping me figure out like times with Braylon and things like that. Like very, very supportive. So I appreciate that. Uh, if you were in the same predicament, I would certainly back him as well. So thank you for that. Also, thank you for being a good dad. I'd love if you listened to her more, if you asked her how she felt about certain things and actually put stock into them. Cause there's going to be an answer that Braylon gives that she thinks you want to hear. And you're going to have to press her to actually get to the thick of it because she's been like brought up to answer in a way that will make everybody happy. But when I sit and press her and ask her like specific questions, I get more. And I would, I would hope that at some point you could learn to do that because it's a lot easier to get a pretty question from that little girl than to take time and sit and spend actual time with her and really understand how she feels on the heart of the matter. I'm just saying that's my own personal advice from someone who's very close to that little girl. You can take it. You can leave it. I don't fucking care. 
low-key, I hope you care. hope you take it. But I can't. I'm not able to parent for you. And I'm sure there's plenty of parenting advice you could give me that I have not taken. So it is what it is. Um, I have a a routine that I'm going to start establishing with Braylon. We're going to start doing morning meditation and workout. (laughs) And that's going to be like yoga and stretching. And um, I figure if I work that into it and I drop her off early enough, I can get to the gym an hour before work every day. And that paired with my quitting drinking, I'll start getting my hot girl summer bod right quick. Because I've already lost like 10 pounds. Um, And I only drink like the night that I did drink. I only drink like, I think it was like, two whole cups of Pinot Grigio like if you were to measure it and like a mics and then like the next day I think I had two mics and that's all I allowed myself because I really wanted to I just didn't want to go back to the thick of drinking which I get sucked into really fast um so I'm really proud of myself for continuing on with my motherfucking sparkle water (laughs) and my sprite but I'm gonna stick to sparkle water because it's less sugar Yo, I would highly recommend y'all pay attention to numbers. If you see your current numbers, look up angel number meanings. Shoot me a fucking message and tell me what they mean for you and how they apply to your life. I strongly recommend you start paying attention to the signs because they're everywhere, especially right now. We're at the end of Pisces season, beginning of Aries, and it's just it's just starting to get fucking legitimate. Like spring equinox, okay? So the next three months, very pivotal. And it was, I find it very ironic that I got a very special phone call from someone that I love that I had to show up for them, but it doesn't, it just put me in a lot of emotion. Like I had to think on a lot of shit. So, um, it's about figuring out how you play into people's lives. I really think that that's going to be a theme. Interpersonal relationships. I know that seems stupid, but yeah, here we are. Uh, I love you. I'm going to get. I'm going to get my other routine going, which is basically driving to work hella fast, blasting a Shiniko. So I hope you guys are doing well, and I'll talk to you soon. This is Kilowatt. Love you. Bye.